Hey, fresh ad read today because I want you to know that my new book, Motivation for Regular People, Reframing Your Drive to Pursue Your Goals and Achieve Your Potential, is coming out on November 14th of this year. This book is the culmination of all the research I've been doing on motivation for the last six months. In this book, you'll gain a fresh perspective on how motivation actually works, and by the time you finish reading, you'll understand how to leverage your motivation to accomplish your most important goals. I'm so excited for this book to come out, and you don't have to wait until November 14th to purchase your copy. In fact, you can go on Amazon and pre-order your copy today, and you'll receive an instant download via Kindle whenever the book becomes available. You can also wait to buy the paper book on November 14th if you want to have a copy to take notes in, or if you want to bring me a copy and have me sign it for you. That's totally fine as well. I'll include a link to the book on Amazon in the show notes if you want to go ahead and pre-order, and I would be honored if you would help spread the word about the book to others who may also be looking for some extra motivation. As a special treat for listening to the show, I'll include a link to read the introduction right away for free on my website. You can hit pause and read it now if you want, or you can wait until you finish listening to the awesome conversation that you're about to hear. Hello and welcome to the Motivation for Regular People podcast, where you'll find all the inspiration you need to start, continue, and finish the goals that matter most to you. Today, we're going to talk about how you can become more productive by shifting your mindset. I'm so excited for this conversation. A special welcome to anybody joining us for the first time today. We release a new episode every Thursday, along with a few bonus episodes each month. And you should definitely subscribe to the show if you haven't already done so, and that way you will have easy access to those new episodes as they come out. Would also love a rating and a review if you find the content helpful. Those will help us grow this community and help more people with this topic that is so prevalent and important in our everyday lives. Today, we're going to be talking with Emily Guerra. Emily is a productivity coach. She originally thought that she was going to go into wedding planning and COVID altered those plans, but she pivoted. She started helping clients with their productivity and their mindset. She ended up developing an online course during that process as well. And she has some tremendous insight into the concept of productivity and how we can redefine our ideas of what it means to be productive in a way that enables us to not just do more, but do more of the right things. Emily had some tremendous wisdom to share in this episode, and I can't wait for you to get to listen in on our conversation. So let's get started. Here's Emily. Emily, so good to have you on the show. So good to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this conversation because we're going to talk about something very near and dear to my heart, which is productivity. So as we get into this, tell us more about what makes productivity important to you. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I actually graduated college in 2020, right into the pandemic. And before that, I was a wedding planner all throughout high school and college. And so to be a wedding planner, you have to be very productive and organized and aligned with vision of the bride and the groom of the venue and all that fun stuff. And so I feel like I've always just naturally been a productive person and I've really cared about that. And then having graduated into the pandemic when weddings were not happening, I had to figure out what I wanted to do with my life if I wanted to 
you know, wait for the pandemic to end and continue wedding planning, or if I wanted to, you know, pivot and start making money and building my life then and there. And I chose to pivot and I started freelancing out social media services to several different clients. And throughout that experience, I really focused on helping them boost their productivity by also improving their mindset and helping get their, you know, thoughts organized and their ideas organized. Because if your head is a little chaotic, then so is your work. And that really created that experience created the productivity flow, which is my productivity life coaching business and what I run now. And I honestly feel like my mission is to really reframe productivity and help people understand that it has a lot more to do with mindset than we think. So all of that is to say, I think productivity definitely has a big role in my life and means a lot to me, obviously. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's cool to see how that is sort of a thread between what you were doing before with wedding planning, but then also what you're doing now with your coaching and the way that you work with your clients. And I'm especially intrigued by that mindset piece. So tell us more about the connection between mindset and productivity. Absolutely. So I think a lot of people will view productivity as just getting as much done as quick as possible. But in reality, being productive means that you are in a frame of mind, in a state of mind to perform well, to execute well and efficiently. And in order to get into that frame of mind, we have to, you know, be aware of our mindset and understand any blocks that we have and how to overcome those mindset hurdles so that way we can actually be productive on our own goals and not on other people's goals. So that way we don't get distracted and we don't try to multitask and so on and so on. There's so many mm -hmm. things that we can do when we actually align our mindset with our you know, vision and our goals for the future. Yeah, that's so good. So what's going through my head as I'm hearing you talk is maybe people in general have this limiting belief about productivity that it's simply about getting as much done as possible. But what I hear you saying is that productivity has to be more tailored toward our own goals and our own ambition so that we can define for ourselves what productivity actually is. Absolutely, because I think it's so easy to get lost in the day to day and, you know, going down the to do list, checking off your tasks and not really thinking about what it is that you're doing, but you're checking off all these tasks. So you feel super productive. But in reality, you may not actually be moving your goals forward. You may not actually be moving your professional career forward. You just may be getting a bunch of stuff done. So mm -hmm. it's like looking and realizing, number one, what it is that you want to you know, push forward and achieve, and then real prioritizing and realizing what your priorities are to do that, and then taking action and you know, making sure that you follow through on your priorities and you view them as non-negotiable and you set yourself up for success and have enough time in your day and your week to get all of it done. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, and maybe this is an oversimplification, but like the difference <laughs> between motion and progress. So for you, you live in Los Angeles. I don't know what specific part of Los Angeles you're in, but one area that I'm familiar with is Santa Monica. And so let's say you get in your car and you're like, oh, I want to go to Santa Monica and you just start driving and you drive for two hours, maybe you go 
40 miles. I don't know. Maybe that's ambitious in Los Angeles with traffic, but <laughs> there's a chance, even though you've been driving for that amount of time that you haven't gotten any closer, even though you've been moving, you haven't been moving toward a specific goal. And so by that standard, you were not productive. Exactly. I think that was a great, great way to say it. And I actually live like five minutes from Santa Monica. So that was nice. a great part of LA to reference. <laughs> oh, that's funny. How about that? Yeah. So okay. you may have alluded to this earlier, but I'd love to just kind of flesh out a little more. What made you want to help people specifically with productivity? Oh, that's a great question. So as I was freelancing out social media services back in the day, I also started falling in love with working for myself and getting being productive as a freelancer myself. And whatever I was learning and researching, I felt the need, the calling to just apply it to my clients and help all of my social media clients really boost our productivity together. And throughout that process, I realized that, you know, a lot of the research that I'm doing and the books that I'm reading and podcasts and webinars that I'm attending, they really are not referencing mindset or referencing how much mental health relates to productivity. And I felt that there was kind of like a hole in the industry there that I felt very called to fill. And so my mission is really to align the two and to help people realize that when you can work on your personal development, you will work simultaneously on your professional development. The two very much go hand in hand. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like something I often say to people in leadership. I find that a lot of my coaching clients, especially lately, come from the leadership realm. And I nice. think leaders, there's a, a big connection between leading and serving. And so I think a lot mm -hmm. of leaders are geared to help others before they help themselves. But the reality is, and I think it's Craig Rochelle that says this, but when the leader gets better, everyone gets better. And so it's cool to think about working on one specific area, whether it's in life or in leadership, and that having a compounding like ripple effect, if you will, that touches everything else that you're involved with. Oh, absolutely. And I think when you can work on your mindset and boost your emotional awareness, it will not only boost your productivity, but it, it'll boost your accountability. It'll boost your motivation. It'll boost and improve your relationships, not just with yourself, but with other people. And there's so many ripple effects that happen. Productivity just happens to be the one I focus on and like am passionate about. But I also go to therapy and I'm very much like involved in boosting and improving my own mental health. So I can, you know, experience and talk about all of the amazing ripple effects that do happen, which I think mm -hmm. is the best part. Yeah. And it's a fresh approach in that I think when most people think about productivity, they think, as we alluded to earlier, about simply doing more. If I want to be more productive, yeah. I've got to grind, I've got to hustle. But what you're saying is that rather than simply trying to do more, we can shift our mindset. Maybe that's thinking about ourselves differently, thinking about our work differently. What do you find when you start working with someone for the first time? What are some of the first one or two shifts that they have to make with their mindset as they think about their productivity? Yeah, so there's two major ones that I find I always discuss in the first like month with my clients. The first one is really having a vision and understanding what that means for you. So by vision, I just mean a scene or image in your head that you can literally 
imagine every single detail of and it describes your future so it could be your future in like one year in 20 years or maybe the future means the end of this project just describes an ideal outcome and once you have that it really boosts your motivation and it helps you prioritize because then you can ask yourself with anything that comes along is this a part of my vision does this move me closer to my vision is it productive for my vision? And when you can ask yourself that question and hone in, you're really prioritizing yourself and your own goals. And I think that right there is the essence of productivity and being productive. So that's definitely always the first shift that I make with my clients. And then the second one is actually reframing self-care. And I think a lot of people will view self-care as something extra and special and, you know, if I have time, I'll go take a two hour bubble bath or do something really crazy for myself that I totally deserve. But I really hone in with my clients that self-care is actually about taking care of yourself in the day in and day out. So it means giving yourself what you need to succeed, whatever that is and taking charge and giving it to you. So if that's working out, if that's eating breakfast, eating lunch, if that's, you know, getting some sunshine in the morning or, you know, taking a shower in the, at night, whatever it is, if it's super simple and makes you feel empowered, it's self-care. And so just having that mindset and like real, re-looking at your routine and asking yourself, okay, like, where do I already do moments of self-care? Like, can I be more intentional about this? And when you take care of yourself all day long, all week long, you are so much more productive because you're in such a clearer headspace and you have more energy and you feel like you're just in more control. So those mm -hmm. are the two major shifts that I always talk about with my clients. Yeah. And there's got to be a rhythm with it, right? Like, as I hear you talk, yeah. I'm thinking maybe, and we're all limited on time. And so that's one of the challenges, but maybe I think about my self-care in terms of, oh, I'll give myself one afternoon a week or one afternoon a month, and that's not sustainable. And so maybe you can't have the, the two hour bubble bath, like you said, every day, but I wonder how we can look for these small pockets of self-care throughout our day that help us stay in a good mental headspace to pursue some of that greater productivity like you're talking about. Absolutely. I think we shouldn't compare ourselves to people, you know, who have a three hour morning routine and, you know, 8 p.m. bedtimes and all these crazy, crazy things. I think just because that works for them does not mean that it would work, you know, for you. And if you only have two minutes in your morning, then take advantage of that two minutes to the best of your ability. Like just because you have to be realistic does not mean that you should not try. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I so that's very relevant for me right now. So I have two kids, as a lot of the listeners for this podcast will know. And so self-care time can often be hard to come by. And I think one of my temptations totally. often is I resent the time that I have a little bit because I'm wishing for more. And I'm trying to get out of that headspace. Like I just took a probably longer lunch break than I normally do. And I found myself at times thinking like, this isn't enough. I need more, but I'm trying to get myself out of that headspace and instead think, well, how can I maximize whatever time I get? I might wish for more, but I, I can't control that. All I can control is how I spend this time that I have right now. Totally. And I think you just, you know, really hit the nail on the head. I think I said that. Nail on yeah. the head. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> 
Um, you really hit the nail on the head with that one. I definitely, that shift of like wanting more time and then only having, you know, this little chunk that's available to you is really hard to enjoy that little chunk. Um, one thing that I actually find really, really helps is just starting to say like, I am so grateful for this, for these two minutes and just like starting to be more thankful for the shorter chunks that you do have. And when you can make that more of a habit and you can catch yourself in the negative headspace and you can say, no, I'm actually really grateful that I do have this time because what if I didn't? Oh, then that'd be like, then I'd be really tired. You know, then I'd be extra like crabby or hangry or whatever the case may be. (laughs) So taking that step back and catching yourself is always challenging, but you can do it and you can like get into that habit of, no, I am grateful for this. Like, this is a good thing. Like, let's do it. And I love that you brought up that gratitude piece too, because I would imagine as we talk about mindset and how it connects to productivity, that's a big piece of it as well. I have found, especially recently, that when we look at our own lives and our own contributions, it's much easier for us to focus on what is not there rather than what is there. And gratitude reverses that trend. So when I look back on my day and I'm grateful for either the things that I accomplished or the things that I experienced or just some of the gifts that I received that are outside of my control, that it's such a simple practice, but it's amazing to me how, how much of an impact that can really have. Oh, it's so it's honestly life-changing when you can do it every day. And the main reason is that repetition actually just trains in gratitude and your brain and it trains in positive thinking And soon you'll actually start feeling more grateful outside of the moments than when you note that you're grateful than when you actually say, oh, I am grateful for this. Like at the end of the day, soon you'll just start feeling it all day long and you'll start noticing more things that you're grateful for because that repetition trained it in your brain to look for it. So definitely one of the most productive practices you can get into. Yes, absolutely. So you're obviously someone who has spent a lot of time working on this, thinking about this, but I imagine you are still at a point on your journey where you feel like you haven't fully arrived yet. What are you personally working on in terms of your mindset and your productivity? Great question. A ton. So I feel like I'm definitely my first client and I really try to coach myself all the time, every day. One thing that I am really working on is my perfectionism. I think that is a huge hindrance hindrance to my productivity because it just prevents me number one from being confident in my work and then number two just taking a little too long to do the simplest of things that just I don't need to be doing so perfectionism is definitely a big one and then a second one is imposter syndrome and really be becoming comfortable in calling myself a productivity life coach and in like really saying like, yeah, like my clients, like I'm all of this and like my e-course and just like putting it out there as like, this is mine and I am the creator of the productivity flow has been a challenge for me just because I've never thought I would own a business or run something by myself before until post COVID. So I've definitely been working on that shift, both of those shifts actually with like daily affirmations and meditating and just really honing in on calming my own thoughts down. Mm. Yeah, I appreciate the vulnerability there. I've read a lot of really good content recently about imposter syndrome and how it reflects like this desire that we have to perform and how it's a good thing. It's also 
it's a good thing and it's something that a lot of us experience, but it is something that with work and with consistent attention, like you're talking about, we can overcome. So I appreciate that. I'll ask you one more question. And then I'll give you, yeah, I'll ask you one more question and then I'll give you a chance to share about where people can connect with you. So I imagine cool. there's someone out there listening who is thinking I haven't done anything in terms of mindset or productivity and you're throwing a lot of good stuff at me, but I feel overwhelmed with all of these different options. Totally. Have. So if there's someone out there who's thinking I want to work in this area, but I want to start small, where should they begin? I would begin by brainstorming a vision for one year into the future. And the reason I suggest just brainstorming it and, you know, thinking about what you want life to be like in one year for the future and really taking time to do that, like a week, two weeks, and just making notes on your phone, on a piece of paper, make it very casual and fun and a creative process. Because when you can get excited about your future and about the life that you want to live, a lot of the action steps then just show up and become aligned and are presented to you. And that uh, confidence really just becomes so intrinsic. And that motivation also becomes so intrinsic and it kind of just really gets the ball rolling. And it is one of the first things that I always do with my clients. So it would definitely be the first thing that I would recommend for anyone out there. Yeah, I think back to that illustration earlier with you going to Santa Monica, that trip is going to be a lot easier and a lot more fulfilling if you decide where you're headed before you get in the car. Exactly, exactly. Emily, this was such a great conversation. I appreciate you letting me pick your brain. I know I've learned a lot about productivity and mindset today. So if there's someone out there listening who wants to learn more about your course or connect with you, where can people do that? Yeah, everyone can go to theproductivityflow.com and you can check out uh, both of my coaching programs on there and my online course called How to Get Unstuck and Move Forward. And then I also have a blog with a bunch of free tools and products that you can use to implement different productivity practices. So definitely check that out too. Yes, absolutely. And we, as always, will link those in the show notes so they're easy to find. Emily, thanks again for your time. Thank you so much. I loved having this conversation. It was great. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Recently, I was feeling overwhelmed with all of the responsibilities I was juggling in my work and personal life. I signed up for BetterHelp and scheduled my first online therapy session. To be honest, I was a little nervous about meeting with a therapist online, but I was matched with a great therapist who offered me a fantastic experience. She helped me tremendously in our first session, and I noticed an instant difference in my mental health. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can also message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions whenever it's convenient for you. If you're matched with a therapist who isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, you also get more scheduling flexibility and a more affordable price, especially when you get 10% off your first month by signing up at betterhelp.com MFRP. That's betterhelp.com MFRP. Check it out and sign up today.